Monster Whip, Monster Whip. Hello, welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. This is episode 37. My name is Roger Heathers, and joining me as always is my co-host, Declan Kitchener. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast holiday special. It's a holiday special, and uh, it's we have, you haven't heard from us in a while, have you? Uh, no is the answer to that question, uh, because we've been taking a bit of a uh, sabbatical, and but we are back with a Christmas episode, and joining us... I think uh, you mean a sabbatical, where we play Black Sabbath. In the bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us uh, today, we have a special guest. It's Sammy Jonas! <laughs> That's happened in the bathtub. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. 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 Sleepy. I bought whiskey. Yes, Hooray. you did. Apple this is going to go really, really well, I can tell already. <laughs> we have, um, we have a So bit... Moorish. <laughs> it is. It's really like, you can, you can sip it and sip it. We have a, a weird episode for you today. It's, um, we did a bunch of challenges in the series that you've just heard if you're a regular listener. Uh, the normal premise of the show is that we give ourselves a week to write a song, uh, and then we come to the podcast and we share it with each other. It's usually just Declan and I, sometimes we have a guest, today we have Sam, and so what we thought we'd do for this Christmas special is we'd try to write like each other. So, uh, I'm writing like in Declan's style, Declan is writing in Sam's style, and Sam is writing in my style. Have I got that right? Yes. Or did I say it wrong? Yes. <laughs> If did, not, we desperately you. need to rewrite our songs. Like, but wait, I've got a song like Declan. Oh, yeah, I, I, I texted Sam yesterday saying, um, saying, oh, I got my song, I got my, um, my, De- I got my Declan song. And he went, mate, I got a Declan song as well. And then he just texted back a minute later. Joke. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. But, um, so yeah, we're, we're going to play um, songs in each other's styles. Um, just before we start, I guess I'll ask, how did you find writing in Sam's style? It was... Odd, mainly because I started it at like eight o'clock last night. But um... no, that's about right. Because <laughs> <laughs> the it's... last couple of times I've been there, I've told you that I wrote songs at like four in the morning, just like bought up right, being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's done now. But like, I know specifically there are certain kind of chords that you use. So like it was uh... simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, little things like that that I was just trying to incorporate into the song, which. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a challenge. It's the same way, like, uh, if you do something, you'll give yourself more restrictions. You end up being a bit more creative, I think, sometimes. Mm. So that sort of fed into it a little bit, which was uh, odd. You can never be limited by limitations. Yeah. Is that probably the best you, way? Uh, you end up fighting limitations yeah. and coming up with new ways around them. Oh, fight you. Definitely. I mean, the words was the hardest part, I think, trying to make something that sounds like something you would say in one of your songs I agree with that I think the words were the hardest part going like trying to get in your friend's mind and going what do, what would they sing about you know I think, I think I made a nice compromise because uh, we I think when we were like oh yeah this is the plan for it it's like well Roger's stuff is technically either makes sense or it's nonsensical there's no <laughs> yeah, there's just... no grey area <laughs> yeah it's like the most honest thing in the world or it's the most weird it's either the best movie ever made or the worst movie ever made <laughs> <laughs> there is no <laughs> sense of subtlety on the internet oh man um, yeah the lyrics were really difficult um, what was I going to say what was I going to say uh, so you wrote last night Declan yes Sam did you write last night when did you finish again I forget I finished um uh, Thursday, I wrote on Monday, 
and yeah, the four days of writing. Mm. But I wrote pretty much every day. That's pretty much the longest amount of writing you've done for one of these, because you always like come in saying, like, "Oh yeah, I've managed to get it down really quickly," which is something that makes all of us envious. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, sometimes it's like you go, "Oh, I'm going to come more a bit more naturally," because you're just like, "Here's the like phrase, like, oh, that sounds good." And what? Well, how do I rhyme that with saying? Like, maybe I don't want it in the rhyme next line, maybe rhyme the fourth line. And like, this time I was like, okay. Now that I can just say pretty much anything in Roger's style, as long as there's a rhyming couplet at some point, yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, basically, uh, the guest usually goes first, if that's okay with you, Sam. And yeah. uh, So uh, we're going to hear Sam write as me, which is going to be... I really don't know what to expect from this episode at all. It's going to be really strange. We're going to end up hating each other by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that all you think I am? Because I think I did pretty well, and because we're saying about like limitations, but it's like my limitation is the fact that I'm not very technical. So I was like, let's see how many like things I've actually learned this year. So until then, let's see how we go. That's the best thing one of our guests has done so far to look at their lyrics. I always remember during their song that they have a hard time we have to like hold the lyrics for them or something Sam's mastered it by putting it on the drum kit he's mastered it by printing off his lyrics I put it on the drum kit but if you haven't as I said before Devin came in there's three pages there so at some point I'm going to have to nod and ask like could you remove that for me if you can if I stack them a little bit better so you can just rip them off yeah for Beyblade style or maybe not Beyblade style but (laughs) yeah just give me a frantic nod when you're about to Yeah, you're coming through good, yeah. In fact, I'll turn this towards you a little bit as well. Cool. So yeah, uh, my song... Uh, okay, okay, I said I've got a title, like, what did I say about it? Like, Saturday, I had a title that I really wanted before we started writing. So I had to get the title. And then, yeah, so this is called Honey Tequila, slash, or parenthesis, what I could have seen. What I could have been. I think I started with been. Never mind. It's called Scene. Damn it!
<laughs> I think that breaks the record for the most chords in a Sam Macklin song thus far. Yes! <laughs> that was really cool. Um, a couple of things come to mind. Uh, the, the fact that you had a slash in the title, like something slash something else. Yeah. Immediately I was like, ah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows my secret. <laughs> also, I, I could definitely see like a mixture of your songwriting and my songwriting together. That, that's why I was like, I can't play be as technical, but... If I was to incorporate what I know about Roger, he's like, okay. So the so song structure, obviously, sensical, nonsensical at the same time. Then it's like, some stuff is like upbeat or has a really good hook. And then it, some stuff rolls back in on itself. So mm. you start off with like something catchy at the beginning of a song and you go, I'm going to reference that again. Mm. So I brought like my middle bit back in. Also, there's like a bit of a rap verse and I was like, Roger likes rap and hip hop, so I was like, let, I'm gonna do a slight rap hip hop, and I was like, well, this it's not his writing style, but obviously because I can't, some tab one thing, I'm like, fine, I'll do the other. Screw it. But uh, what kind of one sort of trademark of Roger's writing I think came across in that one was that like Roger just has so many sections in his songs, like every five minutes there's a new little bit happening, which uh, just looking down the page where you saw like a Okay, new set of chords, new set of chords, rap section, new set of chords. <laughs> it was labelled as rap. I was going to scribble out and be like, so what's that section? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I uh, see, Declan, you could see the lyrics because you were kind of changing for Sam um, while they were coming across. But um, So it was all a surprise to me, the chords and everything. There were so many cool sections. And I was thinking, not only did you incorporate a lot of my style, but you did something I want to do but can't do, which is rap. Because <laughs> you can, you can, you kind of got like the voice for it. So I, I can... I, I'm alright at writing rap. I used to do like some freestyle stuff back in school. Mm. But never enough to be like, this needs to be my career path. Back on the hard streets <laughs> of Camborne. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Straight out of Camborne! <laughs> but, yeah, the that, but what came across to me, I was like, because I had a rap section first, and I didn't have the middle section, which is called Jupiter and Mars, which I like the pacing of that. Then I realised halfway through that I was, it was coming more back around like a uh, band on the run style. Mm. So a nice like mellow start and then like a if we ever get out of here. So I was like, have a that kind of section. I was like, ooh, and then I've got this bit that I liked as well, so honey tequila ending. So I was like, yeah. I wondered if the Jupiter and Mars thing was meant to be a Wings reference, just because one of their albums is called Venus and Mars. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, the cosmos was involved. <laughs> I, I, I literally had no idea. So like, literally, I didn't even mean to make that I double physically. No <laughs> but no, I've I so much the album, depth. So I, was like, I just thought it was a nice kind of break in between, obviously a slow bit, and then pick up the pace again. So, lyrically, how did you approach this? Is this you writing as as you, but with my style, or is that you kind of putting yourself in my? Choose a bit. How is it working like that? Because I think most, all of us, the, you know. most of the things in this where it's like some of my favourite lines I'm like uh, the honeybee of western Missouri holding out for the cold winter days mm. reminds me of the uh, challenge you guys did where it's like uh, a Native American reclaims <laughs> the town. Yeah, something yeah. of that same. Mm. So it's just like this long, long line it's like okay, well it's kind of, and also like, I've kind of kept it kind of like slightly festive. Like the next bit is like holding up the cold winter days and then comes back around to like Summer nights and begin to hibernate and mm. things like that. Hmm, okay. I didn't... Like, my favourite one, I think, is the most Roger I think I could have written. 
the moon is setting in the north, you tell your brain that's an error report. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's like, nonsensical, and also you're like, wait a minute, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. That's really cool though, the fact that it has so many sections, you, I think you're definitely like, it's definitely got that band on the run type of thing. Like, it's almost like you write a section and then you get bored and go, eh, let's do another type of thing, you know? Well, because I had two parts and there's no way to, like, have them even nicely, so I was like, let's have this middle ground between them, which I was never sure on the chords because I was like, what do I do? I could ask someone, but I was like, who do I ask who is not on the podcast? I was like, no one. Do you know what it reminds me of a bit more? Uh, it reminds me of, like, Pea Green Boat, uh, like, something off the first three albums. Never heard of them. <laughs> I've heard of them but I've heard they're really bad uh, for those who don't know Roger writes all the music for Pea Greenboat and his friend Joe does all the vocals and the words but it reminds me of that sort of thing like you have that ethos of you know if less is more imaginable how much more more will be so just like the chucking everything in like uh, where like there are songs in Pea Greenboat that are just like an old record that's been sampled or you'll have like an electronic section or you'll have something else mm-hmm. which uh, it, that one really puts me in mind of yeah I could definitely see that <laughs> just like yeah I, I love throwing just different sections and just loads and loads of different sections it's, it's weird and it's, it's you know it's always interesting to do that well, so. I was, I'll say this as well just as a rapper I was like um, the chorus I wrote for the last bit you put some records on I like the line where it's like something with sweet symphony while you mix your spirits like alchemy I thought it was a good line. I noticed that one. You, yeah, that's a right. Really I didn't muffle up the line a bit, so I was like trying to clarify. So everyone's listening. Like, what the fuck do you <laughs> but I got that, which also uh, comes slightly from uh, the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh yeah, which song? They have a song called. Uh... No, I can't remember. I've got they one. They have of a song albums. called. No. No. There it seems in your anger you killed her. I think <laughs> the line is, uh, science got a hold of me, is it alcohol or alchemy? Mm. Which I was like, well, I was talking about alcohol already for like most of this. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, and I was like, oh, so you started using like alcohol or something. I was like, oh, wow. makes me want some. Ah, I'm potion. It really makes me want some honey uh, tequila, that song. Yeah. Which they do sell at Belushi's New which is where, the, hence why the title came to mind. Ah. Oh, because you had to do a uh, cover gig up there, didn't you? A couple of open minors, yeah. And the, and the song itself uh, is pretty much, it's totally not from real life and about a man being alone for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, now we're all depressed. <laughs> well, a man alone for the holidays. Yeah. Not describing which holiday, but there is snow involved. Which, <laughs> but, I, but I lived in New Zealand, and the snow time is literally August, so it could be any time. So is it sunny over Christmas? Yes. Wow. It's. Do hamburgers eat people? <laughs> yeah, but the toilets go backwards. It's literally thirty-six degrees in Auckland today, mm. and it's eight outside. Here. It's like the middle of summer in Australia for Christmas. Yeah, it's isn't pretty it? much the same there. Yeah. That's so strange. That's really, really weird. Like, near Christmas, get some shades on, go down the beach. See, I'd, I quite like that, or the proper American Christmas where like it snows all the time, as opposed to just being in Britain where it's just cold and rainy. Yeah. It's not exactly Christmassy. I'd rather, yeah, like you say, the sun than nothing. The sun or the snow. I'd rather be in snow. Rather than the rain. Oh, I hate being British. <laughs> Don't we Do you, mean you hate being in Britain or hate being British? 
Well, that's, a really that's true. Difference. I could be British and live in Zimbabwe, but um... <laughs> Who is there we go. Episode title: I could be British and live in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Lucky no, I say some stupid brackets things. Or <laughs> brackets or parentheses, deal with it. <laughs> um, we should hear somebody sing like you. I reckon, Sam. That what? was a really bad segue, but <laughs> what a shame we've got. I wonder who would be able to do that at such a time like this. You have anyone in mind, Roger? If only there was some way to tell us more information about this. <laughs> Put the bat signal on. <laughs> I'm a computer. I'm a computer guy. Oh, just start Everything <laughs> made out of buttons and wires. I'd like to show you. <laughs> um. Next is Declan Kitchener, uh, who uh, is writing in the style of Sammy Jonas. And uh, you finished writing last night, right? I started and finished writing last <laughs> night. <laughs> I made a joke, you're literally writing as we like, knocked on your front door. You're just like, I'll be out in a minute. Turn <laughs> <laughs> <Shall> we go. <laughs> yes, it's surprisingly close to the truth. Um, <laughs> right, this song is going to require a couple of takes. It's called Elena. And it goes like this. There we go. That was my song. It 
It did not take a couple of takes. It was one great take. Ah, oh, my voice. But we edited four. I mean... That... <laughs> yeah, the amount of restarts. Ooh. We had to book studio time for that one. <laughs> we had to hire Sam to sing it. <laughs> it just goes, any other song? Play. <laughs> That's really cool. Thank you. Um... How is it like Sam and... Yeah. No, wait, wait, no, no, that sounds like I'm being negative. So how is it like someone? <laughs> yeah. no, like, what, what elements did you incorporate, not... basically? Well, I know, uh, like, Sam has admitted he's not as technical on guitar as any of the two of us. Or any other guests that we've had on the show so far. Yes, you can say, <laughs> I know. So mainly, the song is built around open position chords, like... It focuses around E and then A, but like uh, I've seen you do like the Wonderwall thing where you just keep the G and the D mm. going the entire time. So, so that's where that comes from. Yeah. I know you can play a B7, I know you can play an F, but with the E on top. Yeah. Uh, so it ends up being an F major 7. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, and it's just building a song out of those more basic components and everything but hopefully like building it with a lot of energy as well it's also just trying to get a vocal style that sounds like you which is difficult as well because again you always put high energy into everything and uh which which is the one thing i was uh waiting for which didn't happen is like the shift in octave (laughs) yeah that didn't happen ah! (laughs) no reason that didn't that didn't happen more less that i Less that I didn't want to include it, more that I can't do it. No. <laughs> so I was sort of halfway getting there with the I want what Elena says yeah. to me. Uh, and then, like, that's why you've got, like, that big sustain note in the uh, chorus as well there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's really just trying to keep everything energetic and simple, like, almost punky. Yeah, I noticed, like, with with the rhythm that you're playing, and the rhythm you play in um, a few of your originals, it's like, you kind of got something where you're really implying where the kick and the snare should be, like... Yeah. That sort of thing. I think that comes from, like... Have you were, have you seen the interview where Dave Gold describes how he plays? It's more like a yes. bass and, like, a snare. So, like, he mm. says, like, in uh, The Pretender, that it's meant to be the hi-hat, and then... Yeah. Which I think, I think most of my songs eventually came out. So uh, the energy for that as well, and I was like, but that's obviously the writing style and how I do it, rather than the performance style. Which then, hence why I was like, there's no because uh, I don't write those in, do I? No, they tend to just evolve they all, they, they, the they all go up through the roof for no reason. Yeah. They never be able to let. Uh, before we continue, could you just turn down the heater a little bit there? Oh, it's I'm... a little flap on the right, on the top, on the right. On the far side. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it's just fucking sweltering in here. <laughs> Sam, do you mind if I have a little bit more of that apple stuff? Yeah, go for it. Thank you. Wait, do you want just this to off here? Uh, not off, just down. Okay, if I put it to four, it's a seven. Also, got some more that if you want to have a sip or anything. Wet your throat. Wet your throat. Wet your throat, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> I so the other thing with the lyrics as well, like um, it's just trying to be a bit more direct in uh, in what's being said. Because mm. uh, 
I don't know. It's like always um, something I hear in your songs like across the hemisphere, and um, you're basically just saying exactly what's necessary yeah. at that moment, and like in "Kill Me, Lolly" and things like that. Yeah, like they're rather like it's like instead of being like I'm going to tell you a tale and we'll weave a story, it's just like here's what happened, here's how it resolved, end of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Is that um, kind of why you inco- sorry to interrupt? Is that why you incorporated that character? Or what, Elena? Yeah. Uh, halfway, yes. Um, but also because it's just literally one of the first words that came out of like the way I wrote it, you know, the mumbling way. Like, Yeah. yeah. I had to Google afterwards to make sure it was a real name as well. It's kind of a nice name. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it also allowed me to include references to superheroes and to, um, what else? Uh, to Mars and everything. <laughs> so. I'm very, uh, I like a lot of, like, interstellar stuff. Yeah, well, what was your Christmas song last year? It was, uh. Christmas on the Moon. <laughs> yeah. Hemisphere, which yeah. is obviously describes. A- a planetary body. Yeah. Then I had like the moon in this one as well. I just have I have winter and moon for some reason in most of my songs. Yeah, just what? space <laughs> all the time. Space, space, we're in space, we're in space. It's <laughs> a Star Trek across your nebula. Like, yes, that is Christmas song. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't keep this one Christmassy. I mm. don't. Considering the amount of time I had, I don't no. think that was really an option. But, uh, ah, that was that was never a um, a prerequisite. Yeah, yeah, never had to do that. <clears throat> you just get failing marks for not including Christmas. Well, like I said, I, mine was just like I put in that like, stone stuff because I was just in the mood to write it. So I was like, I guess it didn't have to be, but I just added it. Besides, it'd be weird if I was like and sand. <laughs> yeah, it's porous. It's rough. It gets everywhere. It's irritating. You would love me if I put that in. Well, no, you wouldn't, because I'd be writing like Roger, so it wouldn't count. Yeah. But I'd love it if you wrote it in there. But to be fair, <laughs> Roger has included references to Naboo and everything. Hold you like you did on the Late by Naboo once, mm. didn't you? And also I have a song called Unlimited Power. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which made me laugh for about five minutes That's straight. That's a joke about net neutrality. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Topical. Let's get political. Now on the Weekly Song Podcast, we have the political corner. We're Sam. <laughs> Today's news, Trump Thank sucks. you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, we've lost half the audience. Only the terrible half. Yeah, it's fine, it's 26% fine. of them. But, but yeah, I really uh, enjoyed that as a style of me. I wish there was just someone who had a song that incorporated maybe your style. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? That would it? be awesome. It would like round off this whole event thing nicely, the wouldn't it? The majority goes on the week. <laughs> I'm coming to my side. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, before, I, before I jump into um, to my song, I just want to say I, I apologise for the audio quality. If you can hear this buzzing in the background, uh, basically I need to get the fan on my MacBook fixed, and I completely forgot about it until we started recording. So when you, when you edit, you're going to amplify it during that pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Now you've drawn people's attention to it, they will yeah. not be able to unhear it. I might, oh, no, I might you. cut that out. Okay, um, yeah, so I wrote a Stecklin, which was a really strange and really fun challenge, actually. Um, because usually, um, if anyone's listened to the show before and, you know, listened to Sam's uh, 
you know, doing my style. I'm very cordy, aren't I? You know, I use very cords. cordy. Very so cordy, and I. Um, so I, I hardly ever use what you'd class as like a riff, like a rock riff. Whereas with this, my first thought when we decided who was doing who was I'm, I thought I'm gonna do I'm gonna write with riffs because I don't normally do that, and Declan does that, and Declan writes on electric guitar sometimes, right? Sometimes. And you have a band in mind quite often when you're writing. Almost always. Okay. So what I did is when I finally got around to writing, because I've been busy all week, and then I finally got around to writing, is Because I... I hired a band, and here they are tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've got Queen with me. Um, okay, so a couple of things happened. I, my acoustic guitar was in the car from uh, something or other that I did the night before. So when I went to go and write, the closest guitar to me was my um, Ibanez Les Paul copy. So I picked up my electric guitar and write on an electric uh, right off the bat. The other thing is, I was like kind of stressing about writing all week, and I thought I just need an idea, and I got this idea to use this chord. And this is, I wasn't even at the guitar when I thought of this. I was taking a walk or something. I thought Declan might use that chord. You're right, he might. <laughs> In the future. I immediately thought of Wonderwall for no reason. <laughs> Sorry, you've ruined the chord. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I had that chord in my head. I was like, okay, that's a seed of an idea, and it's something I think Declan might use. So I went uh, home, picked up my electric guitar, and I was like, okay, right, let me just get a plectrum in my book. Couldn't find a plectrum anywhere for some reason because I lost them all. So I picked up my sixpence that Declan gave me. So oh, I'm really? playing with a sixpence today. You are dedicated to this one, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know. We just, just go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, We just wrote songs. <laughs> and uh, so, anyway, yeah, so that's kind of like, my going into the writing and then the song's called Thin Ice and uh, it goes like this if I can remember it <laughs> I've practiced this a few times today stupid fan shut up right um you're judging me stop judging me Thin ice in the snow When it's hollow, guess it's the only way to know Waiting for the ice to crack, no souvenirs, no turning back Let everybody know, don't keep it on your shoulder Let everybody know Time for a season, no waiting in line. Just give me a bed and an infinite sky, and I'll be fine. Did anybody else notice that time was speeding up? Let everybody know. Don't keep it on your shoulder. Let everybody know.
Nobody knows Oh, nobody knows Where the time goes Oh, nobody knows See, nobody knows Oh, nobody knows Where the time goes I said, nobody, nobody, nobody knows Did anybody else notice that time was speeding up? Let everybody know Don't keep it on your shoulder Let everybody know As you can tell, that was really fun to write like that. Why do you think you've been doing it for years? Yeah, obviously, yes. <laughs> He's writing better than me. I, yeah, I do love that like uh, chromatic thing that I, uh, you put in uh, just before the choruses. Well, I stole that from you wholesale. <laughs> um, it's um, it's basically uh, vultures and giants. <laughs> Playing it like Elliot Smith today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I stole that bit. Um, just name all the bits I stole. Um, so yeah, basically I got that that one chord, and then I just started playing around with it, and I got. That was like the main basis, I was like, that would be the main uh, foundation of the song. And uh, let me see, I've actually got a few little notes. So couldn't find the plectrum, got a sixpence. Um, let me see. I put a break just before the verse to kind of like be a bit like GTFO. Um, so you, you kind of, I don't know the chords, but you kind of go at the end of the bar, you go. I've got to get up. And then you go into a sort of more jazzy type of chord that's quieter. Oh, like the, uh, just the G to G7. Yeah, so in my head I was trying to mimic that, just that little section, so I was like... Standing on the thin ice. Basically just like GTFO. And, uh, and then, uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, similar to Vultures and Giants in the bridge, I've said a lot of this already. Um, I've got a Hey Jude reference, uh, don't keep it on your shoulder. It's not exactly the same, but don't, you know carry the weight upon your shoulder, nah, the world upon your shoulder. The most non-committal Well, I suppose we must. Anyone? Hey, hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. You're going to miss the bus. You can't it. So, yeah, a little, little bit of that. And then, um, like, lyrically, it was the hardest thing. Um, I think that's the case of all of us, isn't it? Mm. Mm. it like, I was thinking, like... To be honest with you, I didn't want to offend you. Because I, I, <laughs> no I thought, no matter how I write, you'll be thinking, is he thinking this is how I uh, would write or whatever? So I kind of tried to make a mix between what I want to write about, just normally, what if I wrote a song, and being you. So half of the time I was like, what would Declan say here? So half the time it's being really optimistic, that's you, <laughs> and then downright cynicism. 
Well, I, that's me. Well, like, every line is like, fortunately, and then unfortunately. <laughs> Just this contrasting. Oh, I love the day, but it's, it's so going to rain. It's <laughs> um, I thought I'd try and sort of capture no, your, um, what do you call it? Uh, Depression. No, just you're kind of like, you have this kind of get up and go sort of thing about you where you're just like, I want to do this thing and I'm going to take these steps to do it. I'm trying to, try to like do that a little bit. So basically, this is a weird metaphor, but it's, hey, it's me saying it, so whatever. Um, like, it's basically about wanting to see what's below thin ice, like seeing if there's another world below there. And um, so you're trying to shake the ice to see if it cracks and see a new world sort of thing. I like the character of Declan in this song. I'm assuming it's the character of Declan. Pretty much, I, I guess, but then some bits are just me writing. Um, yes, yeah. I'll let you guess which bits are which and stuff. So if we ever make the music video to this, we've got to go to Norway, find a frozen lake, and, and just set jump Declan up and down. With a little pickaxe, you know, see what's going on. you stupid lake. Just well, like a flamethrower by the end. <laughs> well, what I loved about, like, actual, like, the song, like, the vocally, it reminded me of, um, uh, all my life. Calm down, will you reset? That's what like vocally it oh, struck yeah. me as. I can see that. But then I was like, because said it was in the style of Queen. I can still imagine like, obviously, uh, like tonally, if it was like the Dave Grohl voice, or like Freddie Mercury being like, I'm on the lines now. Anyway, I can't see it from me. I'm dyslexic. But either way, it'd be like, just like, kind of powerhousing it through, and and then like coming back down to obviously the break. And during the first verse behind the scene, like, David was like pretending to drum, we're like, oh. you can kind of imagine just being like, having like, the opening riff, and then it's like, oh, just... yeah. Which, I, like I said, reminds me of uh, All My Life. Like, Calm down, Yeah. And then changing it, yeah. I like it. Thank you. I, I mean, I definitely wanted that energy, so having that kind of like, like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, that sort mm. of like rhythm going on. And then I was like, also, Declan usually has like a bit where it goes quiet so then I thought I'll just have it where it because you do cut you do this thing often which I really like where you kind of stop just for like a beat or two and then you'll come back in and then you'll really build it up and you you're good at creating suspense like that the other thing I thought is um uh which kind of just came as an accident I was recording like just my rough ideas for for the demo well not even the demo just like ideas and then I had that riff at the beginning where it's like and I thought it'd be really cool if I extend that without the one two three one three one two and just kept it as one two three one two three one two three. Mm. So that's why I had it. Yeah. That, now that that bit it reminds me of a uh, wolf mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sort of like the like the bit in the when it comes to women that like, diddle 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 diddle. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff where it's like have those triples in you like. Yeah. Yeah, just makes it that bit heavier. Yeah. See, to me, it reminds me of Highly Suspect, but I know you won't have heard that. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have heard of it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, did, I didn't. I know what it is. That's why I was like, you won't know it. I'm like, well, I don't know anything. I think the point. Don't was, I, think, to... <laughs> I think the point was more that he was writing the song. Yeah. Well, also, you you showed me Highly Suspect, and I didn't listen to it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that as well. You broke my heart. I know, I'm sorry. It's on Traitor! My, it's on my pile. I have piles, so... That's you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, not something you want to be showing in public, Roger. Oh, yeah, now there is your title. <laughs> I have piles. <laughs> Roger had this 2017 Christmas episode. <laughs> Christmas piles. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. It really hurts. Oh. So you just decided you eat some trash. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, 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 no. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> anyway. Um, right, so, yeah, that's... We all wrote as each other. Hooray. We did it. Do we all want to kill each other? I'm going to dab. <laughs> Oh no, I'm everyone's I'm dead. I'm <laughs> <laughs> there. I, 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 I like yours. We're obviously trying to be me. Obviously nice and, nice and in its own way, simple and catchy. Which is what I probably most talk about, which is obviously just like, be blunt about easy stuff. Be yeah. blunt about it. easy stuff. Yeah. Or enjoy blunts with easy stuff. Smoke weed every day. Yes, I enjoyed it. So thank you for writing in my stuff. You're very welcome, sir. Well, thank you for writing my, in my style. I know, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, fine. And, and thank you for bringing out Rock Roger again to write in my style. It's just me with a cartoon leather jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> just in real life, a cartoon leather jacket. <laughs> Isn't it weird to like write in the person's style, though? Because like, I expected to like be able to write... I don't know. I don't know why I expected to be able to write like another person, but it's hard to let go of your own integral ways, you know what I mean? Oh, I have no integrity, so... <laughs> well, like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of old, because you want to... If you set a challenge like this, you obviously want to do the person justice and include as much of their style as you can see fit to. At the same time, you just don't want it to descend into parody. Mm. Like, mm. you know, if it was... Like, for example, I could have done, like, a joke song, as it were, just putting in loads more clichés that you use and everything, but that wouldn't necessarily be what you write. No, like no, I, don't, you, you, I don't write. I don't write funny songs. You write they, songs with funny have, bits in. Yeah, but the the point is that yeah. uh, you know it would just then become a joke. Like, oh yeah, this is what Sam writes like all the time. <laughs> or like, if anyone else has sings like any of the others, he sings mm. high, speaks about love and how he's upset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> he's got a capo up here as well. He's um, not a real musician. He uses a capo. <laughs> Real musicians which, which use told, Which we got told on a Thursday, someone's like, you're not a real musician if we use Kappa. I'm like, I'm pretty sure other musicians will forgive me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a tool, isn't it? Yeah. Who said that? Oh, I was a host in the open mic night. Someone's like, you're not a real musician, don't you use Kappa? And I was like, cool, well, I'll play the songs about it. Uh, Roger, can I just borrow the Kappa a second? You throw it. <laughs> Here's the Kappa. Here's a book. One second. I just want to dispute that with one song. Copyright strike. <laughs> 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 oh no, we got two now! No! God damn it! He said one example, now he's going on too much! But uh, I, George I, Harrison used capos, capos are fine. Well, it's any kind of tool for music it's like yeah. oh it's it's not that they're a bad thing it's if you use them with no intent of improving your chord repertoire mm. to sound like an absolute wanker for a second um, that's the problem whereas you like have increasing amount of chords like well, I didn't today <laughs> yeah I was looking through the list of chords oh, I thought I'm oh, sure Sam doesn't know that chord and then you play it it's like oh damn you I'm do really count <laughs> Nine, ten, I think I already had This podcast is brought to you by Declan Kitchen and Roger Heather's music.
You can find them at, face, at facebook.com slash what you have is music and take get your music. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that sounds like the Simplified Podcast. I know you guys don't listen, but it's just got this like gypsy jazz music and somebody goes, hi, welcome to the Simplified Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. How many chords did you say you used? About mm. uh, nine or ten. Nine or One ten. One of them I'm not sure isn't even a proper chord because I did my little like, kind of walk down that middle bit. Sorry, we can cut this out. My wall! My wall! I joke, I joke. What's that chord that you just played there? Because I don't know what it is. Oh, right. Let's have a look at it again. Declan's a chord doctor. I put it as a G sharp 7. In, in, so I know what I'm looking at, but obviously it's probably not. It's not. What it is, is an A diminished seventh. Ooh, doggy. She. But I was like, by the shape of it, G sharp seven, without obviously. Because A seven's there, I was like, to make it in my own books, because I don't know what it is, technically. I can see I can see the logic, yeah. Yeah, but well, it obviously is, I don't is, know the actual chord yeah. name. I couldn't ask you. But like, that's like, like, can you confirm it? If you, put, if you just put, like, a finger on the G string on second. That's just A diminished. Yes. And then, so if you take that off, A diminished seventh. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get that bit light as well, because it's like. <laughs> that was one of my favorite bits of the song, and it's this often happens on the podcast, like when someone plays their new song. I want to make a note of what bits I liked, but I forget. But that bit was really cool. So I was trying to include one uh, chord that we did a while. Uh, I sort of had a while back. What are we doing there? Well, I was trying to get us to learn them. Um, uh, Running through life from Shia LaBeouf, Running through Shia LaBeouf, Snatching all the bodies. Running through Shia LaBeouf. That's nice. It's like. There he goes. Or D7. I like that chord. Running through life from Shia LaBeouf. I like those kind of vampire chords, which is the way I think of them. Yeah, you can imagine like a big organ kind of thing. Yeah. Like... Lightning striking over a yeah. scary ass castle. Sorry about the audience. We go yeah, over that was, in time. That's literally what the songwriting podcast is about. <laughs> that was prime rib. Don't do the motion like that. <laughs> Gonna build a wild sad. <laughs> Gonna be big and beautiful. Uh, should we... Should we wrap up? Let's... Oh yeah, I forgot we're doing the podcast and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask before we wrap up. Yeah. Obviously, Go you on. can cut us if you want. But it's the end of the year. And uh, for my own channel and Facebook page, I'm actually going to do like a top five list of my favourite songs. And I was like, oh, I could bring up the podcast. But I was like, some people don't know what their favourite song is on the spot. So I was like... Rather than that, because it'd be the end of the year as well, do you have any new musical New Year's resolutions you would like to see yourself doing next year, perhaps? Um, you may cut this if it's stupid. I think this is great. Um, <laughs> I, I can answer the, the first thing, actually, in album terms, um, because this sounds like it's rehearsed and you've cooed me up for this, but right here I've got my top albums of 2017. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, basically, if I was to name five, Wiley's The Godfather, 
Father John Misty's Pure Comedy, Remo Drive's Greatest Hits, Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy, and Dizzy Rascal's Rasket. Uh, as for New Year's resolutions, um, I just want to keep writing, get the podcast back for another season, which would be cool. Um, uh, you know, uh, just keep writing, keep putting out music, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's me. Like, is there, like, a, a grand goal that you would like to see this year? It doesn't obviously have to come true. But obviously, saying you'd be mm. like, this would be, like, the best thing that well, I you could would do, like possibly be... do right now without being, like... Mm. Uh, I'd like to be... If I guess we're talking big goals, like, mm. that I would just love to achieve in the next year. Probably not, like, super likely, but being played on BBC Radio 1 or 2... Uh, being featured in a nationwide magazine with an album review, uh, and starting not like a, a nationwide magazine, like uh, a proper music, the yeah, the bank, <laughs> <laughs> and um, also starting a band and uh, playing a relatively high-profile gig. Uh, yeah. So I'm, would you be would you be like happy with being like okay now music's obviously getting somewhere at the radio plays you're doing it. What is because obviously you're uh, gigging musician and obviously studio musician would what would be like a, like the absolute would it be either going to play on radio one and having like a thousand people listen to your song and then da- uh, listen to it download it and get involved or play a gig with a band made and have a thousand people watch it out of those two options i'd rather have the the radio option because like my real goal like with music, I don't mind doing a regular job for the rest of my life, but what I would love is, like, say, in a year's time, if you, we would have this conversation one year on, um, every album I put out has, like, a thousand people who are dedicated fans who are like, I want to I hear what this guy's doing. Like, yeah. it, it pops up and people are like, this is going to be so cool, I'm going to review it and, like, see what it's like. Like, not even, like, necessarily um, making loads of money from it, but people who are just interested. So I guess, yeah, just mm. getting, like, a listenership of dedicated people would be the ideal thing. Yeah. Cool. How about you? I was not asking. All right. No, I got the question. I was like, send it to the. Hang on, hang on. Which questions? So, I said you got. Uh, I said about the obviously songs or albums of the year. If you don't know off the top of head, don't worry. Then I was like, for New Year's resolution, what would be like something you'd really uh, like to do or hope to do, and then what would be the biggest goal in that regard? Uh, what you want to do next year? Obviously, it doesn't have to, but if you could. Is it for albums of the year, is that just? 2017 stuff or is that just anything just new I've listened to? Just 2017 if there's anything you've caught this year you're going like oh that's quite nice well uh, as you were asking Roger I actually formulated a little list myself um, no. it's not in any particular order but <laughs> why don't I bring it up here <laughs> it's all yeah. but um, uh, the records I thought of off the top of my head were Queens of the Stone Age Villains mm. um, Loyal Kana Yesterday's Gone just because that's an album I just keep coming back to. Um, uh, Mallory Knox, Wired. Like, I've been playing that so much this year, it's insane. Uh, what was the other one? Royal Blood, How Did We Get So Dark? Mm. And then Roger Heppers, To Your Heart's Content. Oh. <laughs> I, genu- I, genuinely <laughs> like, I genuinely like that album, man. Thank you. It's, it's really something. That's made me feel really warm inside. It's not just the whiskey. <laughs> it's the piss as well. <laughs> I, I, I more <laughs> no, that's, that's really, really nice to hear, actually. Thank you. Oh, shit, I think I've broken my stool. So, hey. goals. 
fix this stool. That's realistic. What, what, obviously, New Year's resolution, what would you like to pers- pursue or have done next year? What I would like to have done by next year is be in a band... Uh, playing lead guitar <laughs> Mate, basically it's a lot of the same as Roger Scholes except slightly different f- emphasis mm. just be in a band be able to play shows regularly possibly to the point of not even needing a job like a, a real job and just trying to get played on the radio and trying to get a re- um, some recordings done in the way that me and this future potential band in my head wants to do them mm. Which obviously just slings up to my way at the minute, but you know. And then uh, I'll follow on with that question: What would be the uh, biggest thing you would like to happen? Obviously, it doesn't come, doesn't have to come true, but you'd be like, this would be absolutely outstanding for me. Do you be able to play festivals with a band? Mm. That'd be decent. And then, because uh, obviously you write music as well, and have you would like a band to play it? I'll get the same question: Like, would you prefer to have your song heard if you pursue it? Obviously, play on the radio. I have a thousand people engage with it and obviously pursue you or would you like to have that live gig in front of a thousand people I'd like to have that live gig in yeah because <laughs> I, I thought I had that question I'll send to you I love recording I think it's something I'd love to be more part of but at the same time at the end of the day I like making loud noises with a group of people and other people liking those loud noises mm. and then having like with music friends we know and obviously people who have the podcast are like I'm gonna can I do this on it as well and we're like of course you can that's yeah. what obviously you guys like doing as well mm. so at least if you're like being with a band and making new songs and doing live gigs if you're in the real studio you can be like hey I'm getting my friend who plays this and I'm gonna jump on it is that alright yeah. like doesn't that I'm in charge <laughs> <laughs> yeah I control everything. Unlimited power. Um, <laughs> so, now that uh, we have both answered this question, I think the question must come back round to you, sir. Physician, heal thyself. It doesn't matter. Ah, I've regenerated into the more doctor. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm already a gigging musician. I'm going to die with a drug overdose. Two it's years in, left for the 27 in, Club. In. No, I'm going to be just shy of it. I'm going to just pass out in a gutter and slough. <laughs> Not even die, just pass out. <laughs> it's, like, ah. it's just an overly specific way that you've... <laughs> picked for yourself to die there and slough why was I in slough <laughs> <laughs> I'd like uh, preferably like my resolution was to keep gigging and be uh, doing what I do maybe put together an album or EP and obviously send that around and then uh, yeah do that and then just have fun with it because I don't think now that I've had like terrible jobs of being like I'm customer service I'm a barman I'm a trolley collector. Like now, I'm a musician. I don't think I can go back to doing that. I could probably go back to it, but it's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly the feeling. And then my big thing for the year is actually I've been trying to look for it. I want to go and play music somewhere else in the world that I haven't been to. So, for example, I want to do. I've played in New Zealand, and I've played here a lot. <laughs> against the Cornish Wills. <laughs> so my goal is to play a gig either somewhere in America or uh, keep it more in the Europe, Europe and be like... Europe would be a good shout. Because we have our friend Nick who's playing like Berlin and he's gone over there for just like two nights and played a gig, came back and I was like, ooh, I could probably do that. Mm-hmm. But play somewhere either in Europe or at least go to 
obviously, uh, English-speaking country. Not that I want it to be only English pe- like English-speaking people. It would just be a case of my songs probably well known around the world, but I'd have that fear that would be like, is it like my own songs? But so what's he singing about? I have no idea. Yeah. Oh. Mm. People. Uh, like even like you say in Berlin, for example, like I reckon you go over there and play English-speaking music, and it'll probably go over quite well. There's yeah. probably quite a few places in Europe like that. Yeah, mo- most places, at least if because I find at the moment, if I wasn't playing my own stuff, playing cover stuff, you kind of get a gist of what the song is mm-hmm. most of the time. But for my own stuff, I'd be like, I like to go and play in like New York or Nashville, or I looked at like Austin, Texas, like how much you'll be to fly over there and play, and be like, hey, I'm here, and they're like, get out of here. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cool. I, I have a question for you two um, as well, while we're on the sort of question thing, which I kind of like. Um, what, in a year, a year on from now, what would you like your music to sound like? Bigger. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger Roger. <laughs> An uncut. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know the name of my VH1, the series? <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, like, what assets would it have? Like, how would your songwriting have changed or developed? Or what would you like to do over the next year, writing-wise? I'd like the words to be better. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a long-standing goal, though, that I've had since I first wrote a set of lyrics, so... <laughs> I think that's every songwriter's thing. Uh... Uh, that just reminds me of uh, one of the, flight of the new Flight of the Concord songs. Called, I've been learning words from a word book, a dictionary. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> word book, <laughs> car hole. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine my stuff without Nate, without being like, I'd like to have what I do ri- written and played by other people, so at least I can focus on the the writing itself. Mm. So I like to have like. A, a proper band without being like a band we know mm. that is just like very not not simple but has just adds and takes away depending on mm. um, the situation it's just like no have everyone there at the same time play good songs and obviously have everyone contribute rather than being like because I don't want to be a dick Taylor <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be like here's some songs that I wrote if you like them you listen to them and if you want to help and obviously play the songs with me that'd be awesome as well so that's the mm. goal I think just be like hey I, I go, I'm I'm pretty good I'm a, I'm a pretty good singer I'm alright at writing but these guys are better at playing so listen to them and then I'm just going to jump in every now and again for a verse and chorus there we go <laughs> I like that idea yeah I think that's like what a lot of I think that kind of like harkens back to a lot of the music I like from the 70s and even like it's having a resurgence now I suppose of like uh, what I'm talking about is like singer-songwriters who like they just play guitar or piano and they they sing but they're very good at writing right Mm. and then the the production around them on an album is like these lush like classically trained violin sections and cello sections whatever and um, so like they utilize the talents of others like that's what Father John Misty does as well it's like he just plays guitar mm. and piano or whatever but he's got like these lush arrangements and stuff so or you could do the Frank Turner thing where it's exactly the same instead of instead of the uh, lush background instruments you have a hard rock band yes yeah a talented hard rock band one of the two or I both don't... or both why not 
I always like to make more uh, song mashups or just random things. I had one the other day when we were sitting waiting for Star Wars, mm. and I was like, oh, that'd be such oh, a... Oh, yeah, what was that one you said, yeah? It'd be Jim Croce, uh, uh, Don't Mess Around With Jim, and mashing up with uh, Black and Gold. Yeah. Like, stuff, stuff like that where it's like, they go together, it's like, they don't, technically. Yeah, but that's the but challenge. But fun stuff and be like, especially because I like subverting it, I was like, wait a minute. Hmm. Yeah, something like that would be like just more fun. Like every year, come back and be like, "Hey, all my songs like mash up for no reason." Mm. <laughs> or even when uh, you when you play at open mic nights, you're just like, "I'm just gonna throw some songs in I know," which you did last couple of times. Which yeah. was it? Oh, I can't remember what it was. Mashed up something and then uh, smashing pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins, and I did like Radiohead's creep. Yeah, just anything I can remember off the top of my head, you know. But that's always fun. I love those mashup things. Um, would you like to see like um, what do you call it? Some growth in your YouTube channel, that sort of stuff. Would you like like subscriber count and stuff like that? Well, now that I've passed ten thousand views, technically it's going to be monetized. I'm like, yes, yeah. thank you, Star Wars. Steamers. <laughs> yeah, your your Star Wars video is doing really good. I looked like the day after it came out, it was like one thousand one hundred views. I was like, yeah, like, really it's cool. slow to a cool though. It's like one thousand thirty. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I like some growth, but like all the videos on there are like me playing live, so I still want to play live and just show people what I can do. Mm. And then eventually, I want to make music videos for songs I do. I've got, I've got a song in mind that I want to dress up like a uh, get a bright red onesie, get a little mask, a little horn, <laughs> have a bottle of like whiskey, and like, walk around town or walk around anywhere. Pretend to be like a drunk devil. The song's called uh, "Caught Drinking Whiskey with the Devil." That's awesome. So like, me like my face smushed against like the bus stop and someone's like just sit away for a minute I was like I can, I can picture that that sounds really good it's my bearded face this little mask and the red onesie and when I start driving by like, what's going on that sounds like yeah. a good idea I'm sorry to like extend another 20 minutes of the podcast no mate I really I don't know about you Declan but I really like this I think it's great I think this is cool it's just conversation and then good. I've only got top three albums which is uh Paramore's new album, which you never remember. After Laughter. After Laughter. Uh, Concrete and Gold. All the Foos. Mm-hmm. And then 444. Uh, I was going to be on my one as well. Um, I think it's the best Jay-Z album. Yeah. Because I, I love the song 444. Uh, no, the story of OJ. Oh, yeah. And like, the animation in that, because I'm a huge, like, I love animation in every regard. So I'm like, yeah. It's, like, the animation in it, because everyone was like, oh, this is racist, how can you do it? It's like, but it's, it's one, it's satire, and two, he asked someone to make it. <laughs> so it's not like racist, but Jay-Z's gone like, hey, make us look like, I think this term is like Sambos, is it? Like the old animation style? I don't know. Something like that. Mm. It's like, oh, that's what I want it to look like. And he mm. came back with it, and everyone's like, oh, it looks great. Or half people's like, how dare you do that? <laughs> also, it's so creative and so well animated. It's just like, well, whatever, it's Jay-Z, let him do what he wants. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. <laughs> We're talking about rap stuff. That's fine. Hey, Declan, Declan had a top five rap album in his um right. in, his, in his top five. That sentence didn't make sense. You know what I mean? He had a top rap five rap rap top five rap rap top. Yeah, it's five top <laughs> rap six. <laughs> Any other questions? I like the questions. Unless you want to open oh. gifts. Declan's got a new LP, some MP3s, some old Jay Z, and some ODBs, and whatever it goes. <laughs> Oh please, we ain't got no peace because we spent all our money on some old CDs. Oh please, we ain't got no peace. Hello, this is my new voice. 
Are you just rap music? Are you just channeling ninja at this point? Trying oh, to channel. Jesus Christ, the power of techniques. Or you learn the visa. I do a German at the end. <laughs> I think you freaky and I like you a lot. I think you freaky and I like you a lot. I like her. I'd marry her like that. <laughs> anyway, we have some Christmas gifts. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Technically, it's a holiday special, so yeah. make it long, bigger, broader, and uncut. Star whip, star whip, star whip, star whip, star whip. Oh, I guess we should explain as uh, it's non-visual. Sam got us gifts for Christmas. Hey, thanks, Sam. And um, we um, didn't get gifts for Sam. Well, I did, but well, it's yeah, still inside it. and it's not wrapped. Yeah. For the, but I was. Uh, I was like, okay, I probably won't see you guys before Christmas because I'm gigging a lot and working a lot. So I was like, I'll bring him now and be like, hey, you can do it whenever. And he's like, should we go from the podcast? And I was like, you can if you want. Didn't stop me. I also explained to Roger that his one of his gift that I actually ordered won't arrive till January. So you have to look forward to the next <laughs> Weekly Song podcast where it will be revealed what happened. Hey, two gifts is fine with me. And it's our gifts will be with you when we do this next Always. year. <laughs> you are late. Um, where did I put mine? Where did you put yours? Did you throw it away? Oh, it's not my <laughs> Just chuck it in the bin. Oh, it's not my real one? Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm opening. This just look like horrible people for not getting you gifts now. Ah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you sound just like my parents for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. we didn't get you any gifts. That's right. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really happy with that. Okay, uh, Sammy got me Jack Daniels Honey, which is my favourite Jack Daniels. Oh, really? I know that. And it comes with a glass. I've always wanted a whiskey glass. The reason oh, is, it's because Declan was saying that like, one day you're going to have your whiskey and vinyl day. One day. <laughs> yeah. So, I've got you said whiskey for that day to arrive, but by the looks of it, you're probably going to steal my apple and honey one that I've got already. <laughs> That's really cool. Thank you, Sam. That's awesome. Right. And now, uh, Sam has given me a 12-inch square. Mm. I'm wondering what's inside I imagine, I imagine it's 12.2 with the wrapping on, actually. Mm. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Sweet math. The wrapping paper's silver. Declan's got a glint in his eye. Which is just the wrapping oh, paper reflecting on his eye. <laughs> there is no light in those eyes. He's opening it slowly. Seductively. He's opening it slowly. He's getting far he too into it. it. Oh! oh! <laughs> that is nice. We'll find out what it is on the next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? It's, that is something special. Uh, for those of you who can't <laughs> read my mind, <laughs> it's a Lion King vinyl, but it's the picture disc. Mm-hmm. So it's got a picture of Simba and Nala and Rafiki and Timon and Pumbaa and Scar. And then the other side is the stance that Rafiki does when he just holds a lion. Rafiki throwing a baby off a cliff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. Thank you. It was super hard to, like, get a hold of it. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Because <laughs> the thing is, I was trying to find if they did that one, and most of the ones they were like, oh no, you have the same picture print, but it's the Broadway show, which is just as fine, but it's not quite the same. It's not mm. quite the same, no. is it? But no, that's amazing, man. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to put this on after we stop recording. Well, it's Christmas present, so you can't post it on Instagram until after Christmas. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks, Sam. That's really kind. That is amazing. Thank you. Hopefully, obviously, you'd have uh, just a shot of that anyway, while you're just sitting there, maybe thinking of new songs, and just be like, hmm. I think what I'll do is, like, I'll have it 
with a couple of rocks of ice just after I release Winter Tape 6 as a little celebration. It'd be nice. And listen to the whole thing in the bag. As you, put, as you get it on vinyl, get Winter Tape 6 on vinyl, listen to it, you go, vinyl whiskey, sorted. Oh, yeah. that would be nice. <laughs> So I would just love to. Now Rogers doesn't go home and see how much it costs to print his own vinyl. <laughs> I want if it was like even vaguely affordable, I'd probably want to do it. Just and I'll buy sake. one off you. Aww. Well, I imagine to because of how much do they use it? 20, 30 quid sometimes. New in a shop, they tend to be between twenty and thirty quid. I imagine they want if you're making you can't just make one. They want to make a batch of them. A bulk run, yeah. So I imagine it'll be maybe about to well to for just a production small end of it. My God. 200? A very minimum, maybe? I have no idea. The minimum I've seen, because I looked into this when I was like 19, when I, I should not have got vinyl printed, it would have been ridiculous. But really ridiculous to get it printed down because I don't have a following. But I looked into it and it was like £800 minimum and you had to get like 500 copies or something. Yeah. But I saw this advert the other day um, on Facebook when I was scrolling through saying, the new affordable way to get your vinyl pressed independently and you can choose your, your amount. I didn't like look into the advert, but I saved it. And so I think there's a cheaper way now of doing it, but... So that's what I was thinking, like, because if you were like, oh, I'm going to make 10 of my own vinyls, but obviously if you were selling them in a shop, they'd be like 20 quid. Mm-hmm. But obviously they're not 20 quid to make because I make no money on them. Right. So it must be like, if you, even if it's like 15 quid, 14 quid, maybe like 140 quid for 10 of them maybe. But obviously there's no guarantee of that number, so... Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. even if you made like... Ten of them, and just like, here you go, here's your Christmas present. It's me. I'm throwing like the recipes at people. <laughs> like for his face. <laughs> that would be cool. I, if I had like, you know, a pretty good fan base, and I could get ten made, I would totally do it. Have like an album launch where you just sold them. You know, it'd be kind of cool. That I, does look really good. That yeah. picture <laughs> does look impressive. Like, oh, I, I do prefer the uh, back of it, but I'm more of like a sunset, sunrise kind of person anyway. It's always oh, nice. just for you, Sam. Yeah. But the colours on it, all of both sides just pop like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, like you, for that one, you would just want to put it on and it just start with. Nice and then That's on the other side, I think. Yeah. That now it's going to be a vinyl collection and then a Disney vinyl collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first Disney vinyl, actually. I was just about to ask that. Which was really. really rough to find because other one was like hey they do Disney vinyls but they're like have you seen like the cover or they have like loads of artists coming and cover those like famous songs yeah there's one of like you know the R&B rapper Neo yes yeah he, he did uh, How Much I Love You with Rihanna yes he does a cover of uh, Friend Like Me and it's mm. really it, it's definitely a song <laughs> it exists we can say that much for certain it's audible yeah and hopefully Roger's gift will be here and then we will continue the podcast and the people will not know they'll just be like questioning like so what did he get there? it's like nothing I just worry. never tell nothing. them I'm, I'm happy right now you know you got me my Jack Daniels honey and mm. that's awesome and I've got Disney <laughs> vinyl and whiskey let's do it <laughs> Well, he's just well, got to try. Yeah. You have whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so how is it? He's like, it's his name. Shaking wildly. <laughs> Spinning wildly on his axis. No, Savenya. Wee, 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 wee. You've been listening to the Weekly Song Podcast. <laughs> Hard cut. <laughs> um, 
I may as well do it now, I guess. <laughs> Unless you guys have anything else, something you want to. I, I don't think in. we can really top what's just <laughs> happened. Is it such a weird episode? I don't know what we're going to cut and what we're going to leave. Probably the bits where I'm saying weird stuff. No, no, we're leaving those in and just cutting <laughs> everything else. We're cutting the gaps to the radio. You cut when you're looking for a present. I think that's it. Yeah. And this bit. I like this bit. <laughs> um, it's meta. So meta. So. Um, Am I being. And we're back. <laughs> And we're back in the room. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, go on, go on. What? I thought you were going to say, and we're back. I just did. Oh. It's like, and you're going to, don't worry about cutting this out because we know what's going to happen. And we're back. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> um, yeah, well. Uh, That's it, I think, for this very special episode of the Weekly Song Podcast. Mm. If you do like what you have heard, uh, Feel free to give a like on uh, the SoundCloud account. Leave a review on <laughs> leave a review on iTunes. Get in contact with us at Gmail, um, weekly song podcast at gmail dot com, and iTunes. yeah, on the iTunes you can leave a review and listen to us there. Um, yeah, we'll be back at some point in the new year. Once all this silliness has worn off, it will never wear off. Um, can they find you anywhere, Sam? You can find me on all the things, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and... No, that's it. <laughs> uh, uh, you can just search me at Sammy Jonas Music or facebook.com forward slash Sammy Jonas Music. You can find videos. You can find random bits and pieces, pictures, and where I'm going to be and events, mostly around the southwest of the UK, and hopefully coming to a city near you. Look forward to some more originals, hopefully, in 2018. Woo-hoo. Whoop, whoop, chicken in soup. soup. Declan, where and can crumpets. they find you? Nowhere. That's not true anymore. Um, no, I have a Facebook page, Declan Kitchener Music. Nothing really goes on there. I just use it to publicise when I'm doing things and when I'm not doing things. Um, publicise when you're not doing things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sitting. sitting at home watching the telly. Um, also, I have a SoundCloud, which you can probably find by going into the Weekly Song Podcast, subscribed to uh, Bit on SoundCloud mm. uh, same thing with Roger for that one where else can they find you uh, also has have you been in a two man band who's just recently released <laughs> a new project no. by any chance <laughs> say what <laughs> I'm glad you asked uh, yeah you can find me at rogerheathers.com that's my website where I well basically my band camp site where I post my albums but also uh, yeah as Declan just alluded to um, P Green Boat uh, the collaborative project I do we just released an album called The Wind Will Guide Your Train which you can hear and buy at pgreenboat.bandcamp.com and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at rogerheathers it's really good a really different direction for P Green Boat and go and check it out Thank you. That was just me. I it's been our pleasure. It's been our pleasure. Anyway, um, I'm being silly. But um, yeah, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the podcast, Sam. It's actually really, really nice to have you. All right. Good to be back on the mic with you, Declan. Good, good to be here, I suppose. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right, I'll see you in uh, the new year. As will Roger, as will Sam. Toodles. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Merry Christmas.